0: Welcome to episode 166 of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library where we talk book news, author news, literary news, prize news, yeah. titans news. I think news? that's literary news. Yeah, it is. The prize that we're yeah. going to be talking about. That's right. We cover all things books and
1: sometimes we delve a little deeper into media because the library is many things. It's not yeah. just books. It's yeah. movies. It's programs. Yeah. It's music. Dance-offs. It's art. There's some dance. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, we're going to do a little bit of uh, everything today, right. really. Uh, we're, we're mainly going to be talking about two areas of focus. First, as promised, last week, the Man Booker Prize was announced. Yeah. So, we're going to talk a little bit about the winner. Uh, we will have that in our collection. We'll remind you of the short list and talk a little bit about the winner. Uh, and we're also going to talk about The Dead Zone by Stephen King. Through 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 this is our poorly through through chosen through 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 Halloween <laughs> yeah. book club book because it is not scary. Yeah. Uh, not really horror in yeah. any way.
0: It's a light... Mi- well, we're yeah. cart before save the it. horse, folks. So we got to yeah. save this. So um, we're going to be
1: talking about those two big things a little later on.
0: Hey, sorry. I know I was doing the Twilight Zone, but I don't know if the listeners know. I know I was doing the Twilight I, Zone you do game know. Okay. when you were doing the Dead Even Zone. Even though I said I was, I was Zone. playing on it. Well, The Dead Zone will make a better... 20-minute Twilight Zone episode than it did a book. Probably. So, Probably. Yeah. But again, too soon because
1: yeah. we, we have to get into yeah. all of that. <laughs> uh, I also want to mention, just as a public service announcement, if you and your friends, uh, listeners, if you guys do a, an annual Halloween movie watch-a-thon, uh-huh. I don't recommend uh, yeah. the 90s... I, dra- 1994. Drama? S- certainly not a horror. Thriller? Certainly not comedy. <laughs> uh, movie starring... Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, so right there, great cast. Keep James going. Spader, yeah, there you go. Uh, a cameo from David Schwimmer, maybe that's what what made it a stinker. I don't know. You think that's what? <laughs> you think David Swimmer's two seconds was, where he's like, he took my handcuffs. This is a ridiculous movie. Like it's like I said, it's not funny. It's not scary. It's just like if if Jack Nicholson was playing like a Spider-Man type character, this is what it would be. He just it's like a superhero movie. Uh, for like middle-aged people, I guess, who are boring. Wait, aren't I middle-aged? Are you middle-aged? What? I guess it depends on when you plan on dying. I'm 32. So you're going to die when you're 64? Jeez. If I make it to 64, I did something right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, we watched this all all two-plus hours of over the weekend, and I do not recommend. This is all the books coming out
0: strongly against Wolf, starring Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. To- we teased you last night for picking maybe the worst movie we've ever watched in these four years okay. of Halloween thing. Right. Okay. But. Well, you chose Eight Legged Freaks last to year. To be so. fair, yeah. I don't think I could have ever expected Jack Nicholson to be this boring. Yeah, I know. Because I, I, I figured I'm like, it's going to be cheesy in certain yeah. ways, but at least like Jack Nicholson will be playing like a werewolf. Yeah. No. No. He, he plays the book publisher role yeah. way more seriously. Yes, he does. And interestingly. I, honestly,
1: so th- this is about, like Jack Nicholson is a, is a book publisher, yeah. and James Spader's kind of gunning for his job. I wish that we could go back and recut this movie to remove everything involving a wolf, wolf yeah. because I kind of like the book publisher plot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's all of it that's if you just cut everything else out, yeah, that's
0: fine. It's what it's, it seems like they wanted to tell that story.
1: I guess. I mean even if you just you look at the cover of this movie, it looks cool. It looks it's well... got a very like don't you think? I think it's got like a very like noir, like classic kind of vibe to it. It seems like it's gonna be a cool movie. I think the warning
0: not. signs is that it's in ninety four. And I nobody's that, talking about it. So. Yes, but I think no. I think that's like a time in the nineties where that cheesy stuff didn't work so well okay. anymore i think maybe if we were if we were talking about like 1988's yeah. wolf starring jack nicholson and michelle pfeiffer yeah we'd be having a different conversation yeah, you're probably right you're probably so. right
1: well anyway that's just a little public service announcement be safe this halloween and don't watch wolf don't
0: watch Wolf. all right
1: thanks so much yeah uh let's crack open the old bookmarks huh let's see what we've been reading what we've been watching all what right, we've been doing go ahead you want me to go yeah all right uh i had a busy week of of booking here <laughs> i <laughs> okay i read dear martin by who's the author on this? You remember it's a YA book. Nick Nick Stone is that what it is? Nick Stone, yeah. Nick Stone. Okay. Uh, it was pretty good. I was enjoying it. Basically, it's it's about a guy who uh, is trying to help his girlfriend into a car, and the cops think he's trying to like rob her. So uh-huh. then he's kind of like dealing with the aftermath of that, just like emotionally, and he starts writing letters to Martin Luther King, just like talking about this. Mm. So it's a really good premise, but it kind of. I don't know, it goes off the rails towards the end and just seems like kind of a a Hail Mary ending that I thought sort of took away Uh, the more like realistic or what I guess my perception of what's real early on in the book. Your perception of what's real. Well, (laughs) you know, and then it gets to the end where it's just sort of this like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess if everybody had that kind of opportunity, we wouldn't have problems. So I don't know. I don't know. I was really impressed early on and by the end of it, I was sort of not feeling it anymore. Do you think
0: you misunderstood the story because... Often when you're writing to letters that you're not planning to send, it's because yeah. you had a breakup.
1: Right. I, Maybe that's it. Yeah. You thought I thought it was a romantic. Yeah. yeah no. No, no, no. Uh, I also read The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. So, uh, Kristen Hanna, author of The Nightingale and other such things. You so, love The Nightingale. You love no, talking about I didn't. it. I didn't. Well, uh, so, I read The Great Alone, and this is about a Vietnam vet who inherits some land in Alaska and just picks up and moves his family to like the frontier of Alaska yeah. the And 70s. if you don't think
0: that's Nick's daydream you crazy yeah you are crazy
1: <laughs> uh so anyway this book was much better than the nightingale Ooh. i would say overall the yeah. nightingale the nightingale deals with a really heavy issue in kind of a pulpy movie of the week kind of way mm-hmm. um which is entertaining but given the subject it just i don't think it plays that well but whatever okay
0: um it's a this, novelization i can't even say novelization never mind go on
1: the great alone struggles with some of the same problems. It's like something, a development happens late in the book that just sort of like, you just don't understand why the characters are behaving in a certain way, why the people in their orbit are like supporting this way they're behaving. It just seems like Mm -hmm. she needed to get the characters to a certain point and this was the the road she chose. Right. And just jammed it in there, whether or not it fit. And so at that point I was like, oh, I was loving this book. But... Uh She brought it back. She got it around in the end. Nice. So by the end of it, I loved it. So I, I five starred it. So yeah, I, I, I saw don't know the five stars on grades. But yeah. I was I was really impressed with this book. Yeah. It does have an unfortunate little jag where things go, and you are like, can't this book just be over? But then right. stick with it is my advice, folks. Stick with with yeah. it to the end of the Great Alone by Kristen Hannah. Kind of made me want to check out some of her other books. Oh, I don't know, like the
0: Nightingale. I've read
1: the Nightingale. Oh, okay, but you know, like Firefly Lane or some of the other. things that she's done anyway i liked it sounds nice i was impressed with it i would like to do this one for a book club because there is a lot of a lot of meat to discuss i think more so than uh than the nightingale the nightingale sort of i don't know i guess i should stop beating up the nightingale yeah i mean we can reverse this bus one more time if you want it tended to (laughs) lean on the the melodrama Uh and let that guide the story whereas the great alone didn't do that but it still had some uh, some similar weaknesses but all in all okay And then I read Blackbeard's Ghost by Ben Stahl. I'm sorry about that laugh. That's okay. Okay. Uh, And I've grown up with the movie. With uh, Have you you seen this movie with Dean Jones? No. It's a Disney movie about a guy who buys some sort of antique and he sits on it, and there's like an incantation on a scroll inside of it. He reads it, and this like fun-loving, bumbling Blackbeard's ghost shows up, and then he helps him like win a girl and uh, win a football game, as I recall. What (laughs) Uh, this book had nothing to do with that movie. Right. Other than the fact that there's Blackbeard's ghost. Uh-huh. Nothing was similar. This is like, a horror book. No. <laughs> but none of the characters from the from the book have even even like, oh I sort of see what they were doing there. Yeah. No. It's just a completely different a completely different story based on the similar premise that Blackbeard's ghost comes back All and right. he's not a crazy intense pirate. He's just kind of a, <laughs> a boob. Okay. So you know two questions yes
0: do you think this inspired bill and ted's excellent adventure maybe and when do you think we're going to get the saving mr banks telling the making of this movie i would love to see that yeah Yeah. you think tom hanks is up
1: to it yeah i I learned when i was reading this so because i wasn't sure if if this was a because it's a movie cover you know Uh so i wasn't sure if it was a novelization or if it was Mm. based on the novel because i'd certainly never heard and then you read it (laughs) yeah uh and there also is a sequel Oh. So, do with that. Redbeard's ghost. No, it's about it's the same thing. Like Blackbeard's ghost is is uh, hanging around, but there's like spies that come in. Ooh, yeah. We'll see how I feel. Blackbeard's next, ghost versus the Nazis. Next Halloween if I want to read that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh but it was okay. It was okay, and it was illustrated. The guy who wrote this is yeah. primarily an illustrator. He worked on a lot of big movies, uh, illustrator for the Saturday Evening Post and stuff. So the illustrations in there are very like folksy, mm. charming kinds of things. But there's this in the sequel, the Secret of Red Skull, not the Marvel villain.
0: Oh, that's uh, it. I just said Blackbeard's ghost versus the Nazis. Oh, that's pretty good.
1: That's pretty great. So we'll see next year. Maybe I'll be telling you about the Secret of Red Skull. But right we now, that's are not
0: my the plan. Nazis and we shall I conquer. Oh read. no, it's Blackbeard's ghost. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two graphic novels. Sorry. <laughs> Superman, Wrath of Gog, which is like, what, an early 2000s story? Uh, Look, it was bad. Yeah, we, don't is, ta- we don't have to talk
0: about This it. is Chuck Austin. He he did an X-Men run that is probably one of the most reviled uh, runs that I kind of liked at the beginning, but at the end, even I was like, I can't defend this Yeah, anymore. I mean, I was
1: sort of okay with this. It stops right in the middle, so there's a second volume that we don't have, so I'm getting it through in our library uh-huh. alone, but... I was not impressed. The other thing was The Light of Kalis, which is a Star Trek Discovery graphic novel. It's oh. like background on the Klingons, which is the worst part of Star Trek Discovery. Uh, but the graphic novel was kind of fun. gave a little insight. It's still the worst part of Star Trek Discovery, but,
0: you know... Yeah, you whatever. don't like Klingons. That's why Worf is your like, ninth favorite character. Yeah.
1: That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, I like him more than I like Tasha Yar. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. But you,
0: you don't like Next Gen. <laughs> I like Next Gen. You like Next Gen books more than you like the Next Gen show. Look,
1: I... It's hard for me now to like go back. I think and uh-huh. watch Next Gen. It's very like optimistic yeah. in a way that I don't know plays super <laughs> well anymore. Sure, but I don't want to. I don't want to. You prefer the. F I don't want get out of here. Next Gen. F's I don't want to cause any discord in my marriage, so I can't say oh, anything too bad about yeah. the Next Generation because I do like it. Yeah, I definitely do. Okay, I'm current. Oh, 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 boy. Oh, hold on. The president is missing. By James Patterson and Bill Clinton. I'm
0: glad you said bye, because for a second I thought you were announcing something.
1: Oh. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Yeah, we'll leave that alone. (laughs) Go on. Uh, Anyway, this this book you may have heard was Uh a smash bestseller for many, many months. Smash bestseller. I put this copy on hold several months ago, and it came in over the weekend, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I downloaded it. First of all, Dennis Quaid is terrible on the audiobook. What? I'm like inner space terrible. He was very bad um context i listened to about i don't know 45 minutes of it was just like this is can i say sucks on the podcast yeah this sucks this is so bad yeah like president mary sue going through like writing all the wrongs yeah it was yeah. it was terrible it was really really bad i mean maybe maybe it's gonna come around in the yeah. end you know maybe it's gonna be one of those things where it's like no you really got to stick through the first 200 pages and right. then but this guy's not gonna do it so okay. i tried I tried for the sake of the podcast, for the world of popular fiction, but I can't do it. Okay. So, Sorry, man. The president is missing from my to-read list. Okay. Uh, Anything else that I want to mention? Well, I'm currently reading two things. I'm currently reading Hauntings uh, by Nancy Holder, which is a Smallville book based on the popular CW, WB television series, Smallville. Was the show still on when it became CW? From yesteryear. Yes, it was. Okay. Yep. Uh, and it's fun. It's fun so far. I've never read one. Eric bought me one forever ago that I still haven't read, yeah. but I plan to. To be
0: fair, it's a Chloe book, it I looks know, like. Sorry. I Sorry. I
1: jumped this one to the top because it's a Halloween one. Yeah. So I figured yeah. no time like the present. Sure. So I'm reading that and I'm reading the Injustice League, which is volume six of the Justice League run. Yeah. And it's pretty good. Huh. I'm really liking it All so right. far. Uh I have one other thing to mention. Yeah, you do. Uh folks, I watched The Pilot. Of Titans, the new DC Universe show on Uh the DC Universe crap app. (laughs) And uh, here's the thing that frustrates me so much about Titans. So, if you heard anything about this, it's based on the Teen Titans. So, you know, Robin and Starfire and Beast Boy and Raven and all that, which has always been a pretty fun run i mean it had serious (laughs) things of course like teen titans and teen titans go the animated series uh, made it very goofy but it's never been like a real dark gritty kind of thing it's always been sort of fun Uh and so for the new titans show their thing was like well titans is fun and people hate the dark dc stuff so let's make titans unfun and make it super
0: dark yeah and just see what happens so much that like ben affleck's batman was like oh thank you yeah he's like throwing up (laughs) Uh, (laughs) he can't handle it he can't handle it
1: Um, here's the frustrating thing about this. I think it's well cast. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty well produced. The story is interesting Mm -hmm. and the violence is just off the charts, cartoonishly (laughs) bad graphic. And just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And uh, what I wish is that we could just have this in like a a form that we could go online and just like manipulate it a little bit because Mm -hmm. all you have to do is just stop the camera and move on to the next scene. And you got a great Titan show. Mm -hmm. Because like Robin's going to take this whole thing down. He goes down in a cloud and you see like the classic. poop. And then it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to really see this through. Uh And it's just like violence, blood, violence, blood. Uh And every scene was like that. It didn't like there wasn't dialogue. It wasn't like, no, you have to see this. It was Mm -hmm. just like, we're going to be gratuitous because we can. Because we're an app. So I'm frustrated because I really was interested in the story. And I did like all the actors. Um, So I don't know. Basically, I just I watched this while I was eating my lunch and every time a fight scene started are just, you okay? You about to throw up I right just now? turned away and, you know. And <laughs> yeah. then I was like, okay, I'll watch it again. But So I Niche. guess Is that a review? I don't know. Yeah. It's got a, is second... a lot a lot of good stuff there, hmm. but it's so stupid the violence just ruins yeah. it.
0: You got a second season coming.
1: Thanks, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh that's it for me. What about you, buddy? What are you up to? You've been I... doing a lot of reading. You've been doing a lot of gaming see any good movies
0: uh give me a second sorry all right i finished the dead zone yes uh i didn't like it gave it two stars okay i don't know if it's my least favorite sting, sting? I, said, I said sting the wrestler yeah. yes or the, or the musician you know i'm talking about sting okay. the musician oh the musician okay. yeah um no i didn't like it but again we're gonna talk more about that later okay but i finished it so i started reading uh, Wolfen. The Wolfen! Yikes. Back from episode, what, seven, I think. It was yeah, one of our very, very first Lonely Hearts book it clubs. Was very, yeah, it was a Lonely Hearts book club during the Halloween season. Yeah. And I had said I'd check it out. Actually, somebody left a comment a while a while back saying it's too bad we hadn't read The Wolfen because it's actually a pretty decent uh, horror book. Interesting. I'm finding it to be slightly messy right now. You mean, like, writing-wise? Or... Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. The I mean, Wolfen's
1: not like, I'll pick that up later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a Wolfen, for heaven's sakes. Yeah.
0: Um, so I'm not totally loving it. Um we'll see. Okay. Maybe it'll get scary. You're gonna go through it? You're gonna you're gonna go the distance?
1: Yeah. I wish I could remember. I picked up a spooky book yesterday that I'm excited about
0: reading. I don't remember the title. Was it like a Scooby Doo book? No Oh, I saw it on your Goodreads. It's uh Spots Halloween. No, that's different. I read that to myself.
1: (laughs) Not I wasn't that interested in it. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh all right. Uh I've been reading lots of comics. I don't I talk a lot of comics a lot of times here, but I just finished Journey into Mystery. This is young Loki just Journey into mystery. running around, having having a bit of a romp. Okay, she's uh, trying not to be Loki-like, but good news, everyone. Loki's in charge mm-hmm. still. Loki's hanging out like adult Loki, evil Loki is still whispering and be like, "You should be bad." He's like, "No," but in the end, certain things are out of control. Mm. So, but I like it. It's pretty good uh i almost said blackbeard's ghost but that's yours yeah it is it is mine i've been reading a lot i've i've read more ultimates stuff okay so (laughs) i've read like all the way up to cataclysm where like galactus from the normal marvel universe gets to the ultimate marvel universe and combines with the galactus of the ultimate universe to form like the super galactus uh it's not very good it's the best kind of galactus no also i read spider-men Huh. They can do whatever a spider can. Spiders can. Yeah, it still kind of works. Still can works. Yeah. anyway, Anyway, uh, Spider-Man, this is where, actually what happens is Spider-Man from the normal Marvel Universe ends up in the Ultimate Universe and teams up with Miles Morales. Okay. They just hang out. It's fun. Hmm. It's a f- it's only like five issues. That's great. Uh, I'm sure some of this is going to play into uh, that new Spider-Man movie that's coming out yeah. in December. Enter the Spider-Verse. Anything? I'm anything excited to i'm it. drowning here yeah, I'm excited to it. <laughs> okay anyway that's it that's all i read oh, okay. moving on
1: all right how is your overall halloween experience so far
0: i'm not you really doing halloween this fe- year oh god i'm sorry why i don't know man
1: okay <laughs> all right
0: i'm oh, sorry i just haven't uh i haven't i haven't gotten into it this much this year okay i've just been kind of
1: right. back. well let's move it into some book news then okay all right here we go here's some advanced notices folks these are coming to you uh over the next couple of months you're going to be seeing these these are mostly december so up first we have verses for the dead book number 18 in the pendergast series by preston and child Uh, and again these always confuse me because i think that they're sci-fi or fantasy but i also don't think that that's true so we'll see we'll see what happens are you ready fbi agent uh, Pendergrass must confront a strange, otherworldly circumstance. A new partnership in the latest entry in President Child's number one best selling series. After an overhaul of leadership at the FBI's New York's office, Special Agent AXL Pendergrass is forced to accept an unthinkable condition of Axel? It's A period X period L period.
0: Like the dog movie that just came, the robot dog movie with the kid. I guess. And the dog becomes like a ramp for his skateboard.
1: Anyway, he must work with his partner. Pendergrass and his new teammate, junior FBI agent cold moon Uh are assigned to the case of a devious new killer whose killing spree spans the countryside and whose crimes are distinguished by a mysterious mo letters left at seemingly unrelated grave sites in the city of miami that the connection between these old deaths defies easy explanation is the least of pendergrass worries as aloysius digs deeper he soon realizes there may be more to the killer and pendergrass new partner than meets the eye well that doesn't really give you much information if you haven't read the first 17 books i don't know if that one's going to pull you
0: in it's book number 18. I'm not going to read anything that's using the same spelling as the robot dog movie. You will not. That you will enjoy. Okay. Well, <laughs> book
1: number 22 in Ian Rankin's Inspector Rebus series. This is what I need to put on the book club at some point. And Ian Rankin? a long running series. You haven't yet? I haven't, no. Have you ever read one I, on your own? No, no, I need to get in here. In a house of lies, everyone has something oh, to hide. No. A missing private investigator is found, locked in a car hidden deep in the woods. Worse still, both for his family and the police, is that his body was in an area that had already been searched. Everyone has secrets. Detective Inspector Sabone... How do you say that?
0: Sabone. Is that how you do it? No, no I don't. I don't okay. if you're asking me. Uh, anyway,
1: Detective <laughs> Inspector Clark is part of a new inquiry. Combing through the mistakes of the original case, there were always suspicions over how the investigation was handled. And now, after a decade without answers, it's time for the truth nobody's innocent mm-hmm. every officer involved must be questioned and it seems everyone in the case has something to hide and everything to lose wow they have everything to lose wrapped up in this case everything they need to compartmentalize all their of life it. they need to too many eggs in one basket yeah there's one man who knows where the trail the may lead, and then it Train. could be the end of him Roach. john rebus john rebus john rebus mcintyre <laughs> yeah I'm sorry yeah i'm sorry for that bad joke that was okay nora roberts is back uh she was finally released from captivity by jd robb her dark alter ego Sure. yeah uh and this is book
0: two in her Chronicles She has a russell crowe like transformation <laughs> <laughs> when she becomes <laughs> J. Hey, D. Robb.
1: Roy, hey look at me i'm russell Crowe. Uh. that's that's my yeah impression we should of put russell that in Crow's. context yeah uh Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from the poorly received The Mummy It's also kind of Tom Cruise a Mick Jagger impression yeah yeah, it was a little bit like with (laughs) the arms and stuff I I see what you're saying (laughs) but that's neither here nor there and you know what is here Nora Roberts in book two in the Chronicles of the One series of Blood and Bone ooh
0: ooh Come on, man! You can do it. I can. It's no They Nora look like an
1: everyday family living in an ordinary life, but beyond Uh-oh. the edges of this peaceful farm, unimaginable forces of light and dark have been unleashed. Mm-hmm. Fallon Swift, approaching her thirtieth birthday, uh. barely knows the world that existed before. The city where her parents lived now in ruins and reclaimed by nature since the doom sickened and killed billions. Traveling anywhere is a danger, as vicious gangs of raiders and fanatics called purity warriors search for their next victim. Those like Fallon in possession of gifts are hunted, and the time is coming when her true nature, her identity as the one can no longer be hidden Mm. in a mysterious shelter in the forest her training is about to begin under the guidance of malik whose -hmm. skills have been honed over centuries she will learn the old ways of healing study and spar encounter fairies and elves and shifters and find powers within herself she never imagined and when the time is right she will take up the sword and fight for until she grows into the woman she was born to be the world outside will never be whole again okay pretty intense yeah. Pretty intense. Um,
0: Do you know what this is a sequel to? The One starring Jet Li and Jason Statham?
1: No. Nora Roberts, Year One.
0: Oh, this is the sequel to Year sequel One. sequel to Year One. Okay. Yep,
1: the official sequel. All
0: right. Uh, that's it for me. Year One is about The One.
1: Yeah, it's about The One, and she is The One. That I want. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Pretty good.
0: Thank you. All right, uh, New York Times bestseller list. Oh, man, are we already there? We sure Our are. Our time flies. Take it away. All right, actually, a lot of new stuff this week. Really? Yeah uh well i'm excited about that yeah let's let's talk about some of the stuff that's off the top 10 list oh, uh absolute remarkable thing gone gone juror number three gone lethal white alaskan holiday gone oh boy get out of here in the bin well, alaskan uh, holiday is a christmas book what's it doing i don't know coming out october 20th all right let's try to figure this out let's do it so number 10 okay. on the new york times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction I'm is ready. where the Crawdads sing mm-hmm. this isn't going anywhere yeah i guess yeah nick's Next- Nodding that, at me like I should be is, responding to where the crawdads stuck sing.
1: Stuck here, just like that nice lady was stuck in the marsh. This I, is I don't think she's anywhere. stuck in the marsh, but well,
0: she lives in the marsh. Yeah, I mean, you're
1: always a little stuck in the marsh.
0: Yeah, I guess. You I guess her mean? house is not so much built right, stuck. You don't think? Yeah, they stuck her house yeah, in the marsh. Yeah, they just like. And then they're like, "Well, that ain't going and then, anywhere." Yeah, sunk yep. a little bit. Yep. Sure. uh You shouldn't build your house in a marsh, though. No, no. It'll sink right. At... Children's songs taught me anything. <laughs> Uh, all right. So that was number ten. Okay. Uh, number nine is Vince Flynn, Red War. Mhm,
1: mhm.
0: This is a Mitch Rapp. Yep. When Russia Prime Minister plots to invade the Baltics, only Mitch Rapp can stop him. You were so over that Mitch Rapp description. Yeah. You're like Mitch Rapp. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, is this new? This you one. Tell this me. is new this week. I might screw up the title and the author's name. Ooh, fun. Killing Commandantor commendator hmm. Hmm. Okay. by haruki marakami all right that is how do i know that name what else does she write uh okay now oh, we're doing oh, some sorry. research no, 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 no i, no, I no. can vamp uh, we're looking up some names on google no i mean you can keep going that's, that's No, there's, did he write uh that's why there's two of did us. he write uh no i don't know okay uh let's see this one what? norwegian wood no, it's that's, 1987. That's not the one that I. Know. Uh, what about IQ 84? This is not fun for anyone. You, you're so. the one who wanted to know. But I
1: get. Yeah. So get I, get I to it. I didn't want it to go this way.
0: All right. All right. Keep. <laughs> going. Uh. Now I've lost my place. Now I'm thinking of. You were on Killing Commentatory. There we are. The discovery of an unseen work in the artist's attic unleashes a series of bizarre occurrences that a painter must navigate. Okay. There you go. All right. That was a bizarre occurrence that just happened to us. I think it was. Yeah. Uh. Number seven is also new this week Ooh. I told you I told you lots of new stuff I'm this excited. week uh the witch elm by Tana French after Toby Hennessy retreats to his family ancestral home a skull discovered in the backyard exposes his family's past look out now so uh yeah it's probably like gonna finally settle an old argument between like his grandfather and his grandmother yeah, Which is like likely. I told you you buried that skull out back he's yeah. like. Ugh, ah so <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> number six a spark of light this has been here for two weeks this is jody mm-hmm. the lives of patients doctors and activists Aaron's and... a big fan of her wonder woman run no last week i said i wasn't i don't remember I... Right. Mm-hmm. intersect when a gunman holds them all hostage in a woman's health center in mississippi yikes yeah can't even spell Mississippi. See. uh number five new this week winter in paradise do you got your tickets? By Daniel Steele. Uh, by Ellen Hildebrand. Uh, okay. Irene yeah, Steele. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Spelt like Steele as Daniel Steele. Wow. Do you think she's coming at her? Maybe. All right. Irene Steele uncovers her husband's secret life on a Caribbean island following his death. Hmm. 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 I don't know if that's... So paradise. he has life after death, apparently. Ooh. Or he just had like a really cool you, lifestyle. Do you think this is
1: about her learning to believe in life after love? After love.
0: After love? <laughs> jeez <laughs> all right number four Ambush by james patterson and james a which i felt like when you came at me with that share bit did you yeah, yeah. no that's all right uh michael bennett you like michael bennett no you yeah, don't you like I'm... alex cross yeah i've read michael two, ben- I read two, two michael bennett's they're okay. just sort
1: of like alex cross okay basically.
0: well michael bennett discovers that an assassin is targeting him and his family oh boy there's My- like
1: he's got like 40 kids huh? he's got Does a bunch he? of little kids at home and he also lives with a grandparent so he's basically like the white Alex Cross, I think, is sort of the okay thing, because they're very similar. Okay. That's all.
0: Because Alex Cross lives with his grandmother? Grandma. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, number three, new this week, uh, The Clockmaker's Daughter, a century old mystery of the Birchwood Manor on the Thames connects the lives of an activist and an artist. You know what they say, the Clockmaker's children is go it, watchless. This is
1: the vampire thing, right?
0: I don't know. Oh, okay. No, that was... a. Uh, Vampire Prince or whatever. Vampire or is Prince. Is it Central Virtue Bur- the Thames connects the lives of an archivist and an artist? I thought so it was. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe you brought it up last time. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, number two, Holy Ghost by John Sanford. <laughs> uh, Virgil Flowers investigates shootings in Minnesota okay. town following an attempt to revive its oh, ailing economy. Oh, yeah. So I don't I mean, I like Virgil Flowers. I don't follow that series, but I like those Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh number one i guess it's kind of a big deal i don't know i didn't read the first one the next person you meet in heaven by mitch album oh the sequel wow. to five people you meet in heaven yeah. follows annie on her heavenly journey
1: yeah that's I, all i got i like mitch album okay
0: how was the five people you meet in heaven
1: i i mean that came out a long time ago that came out a long time ago i know man the first one i mean i read two. did you read any of them Did you read tuesdays with Morrie or anything like that that's not fiction no.
0: I saw a parody episode of the movie My Dinner with Andre. That's different. Okay. That's different. All right. All right. Now I need to look. All right. Uh, what?
1: So I want to. I want to know about the. Uh, the five the people ones. you meet in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. The five people You meet in heaven. Oh wow. Yeah. That came out in 2003.
0: Oh, I uh, thought that was much older. Yeah. I thought we we're talking about the 80s or Still, 70s, 60s. Stop. His.
1: The, 50s. The, the thing. I don't know. I guess I stopped following him because I liked the five people you meet in heaven, which was 15 years ago.
0: Well, you probably like it because one of them is John Lennon. No, it wasn't John. Lennon. No, he's not there uh and then
1: he had one called for one more day which i didn't think worked at all Oh, okay and then i didn't i didn't he i don't know he got stuck on this whole like there's the first phone call from heaven mm. um yeah i haven't read anything from him in yeah. a while i don't think that this will get me to pick it back up
0: all right Just, that's
1: my hot take on about yeah. 15 years old
0: yeah so you think the phone rang he picked it up it was alexander Graham Bell. yeah probably and he's like yeah. hello yeah i'm calling from heaven oh is this mitch album yes Maury's here Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: can you tell him I just left? Jack Lemon was in the uh, the movie. He Tuesdays? played more in the movie. Yeah, I who think it might Tuesday? have been his last thing. Oh, I think it was. Uh, Go on. Yes. What's his name from from The Simpsons and other mm-hmm. things? Hank Azaria. Al Brooks. Hank Azaria. Oh, I'm pretty sure it played Mitch Album. Okay, in Brad Bird. <laughs> no. no. Matt Groening. I, I already said who. It okay. Was. Uh No. Hmm. No. All right. All right. Let's play a little music now.
0: Nicky. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Nick doesn't hear the music when it plays, but he, he still dances as it when the music's playing, so... <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> but he's got headphones in, yeah. and even though he's only hearing what I hear and I'm hearing nothing, part of me still wonders, is he hearing Can music in you those you headphones?
1: Well, yeah, acting! <laughs> All right, so uh, we want to talk about the Man Booker Prize a little bit. So the Man Booker Prize was established in 1969. The winner uh-huh. receives 50,000 pounds as well as... Uh, oh, twenty-five hundred pounds are awarded to each of the shortlisted authors, and the aim of the Man Booker Prize. I'm trying to lose ten. I can't, <laughs> can't even bother with that prize. Then so stupid. <laughs> Go on. The, one of the goals of the Man Booker Prize is to take a book that they really like mm-hmm. and sort of elevate it, uh, give it a more wide exposure. It is, it is sort of towards boosting sales and that sort of thing. So right. that that differs from a little from some of the other major awards. So let's start with the shortlist. Do you okay. have the shortlist up in front of you there?
0: Uh, of sorts. Yes, I do. All
1: right. Here is your short list. Uh, They are The Long Take by Robin Robertson, an author out of the UK. The Overstory by Richard Powers uh, from the USA. The Mars Room by Rachel Kushner, also from the USA. Everything Under by Daisy Johnson from the UK. Washington Black by Isai Adugan from Canada. And the winner milkman by anna burns from the uk so this was not one that was on my radar before this do you remember this coming out we remember talking about it coming out
0: no okay i don't remember seeing i don't remember reading reviews about it or anything no. this one the only one i recognized there was the mars room mm, only yeah. because i recognized the cover yeah it's a great cover it's a great cover.
1: You can find information about all of these more more in-depth than we're going on the Man Booker's website, which is themanbookerprize.com. You can see past winners, uh, the, the current winner, and all the short lists and everything. So let me give you a little background on The Milkman okay. by Anna Burns. In this unnamed city, to be interesting is dangerous. Middle sister, our protagonist, is busy attempting to keep her mother from discovering her maybe boyfriend and to keep everyone in the dark about her encounter with Milkman. Milkman. But when the first brother-in-law sniffs out her struggle and rumors start to swell, middle sister becomes interesting. The last thing (laughs) she ever wanted to be, to be interesting, is to be noticed, and to be noticed is dangerous. Milkman is a tale of gossip and hearsay, silence and deliberate deafness. It is the story of inaction with enormous consequences. Hmm. Interesting. Suppose, it sounds yeah. sort of like almost uh, like vaguely sci-fi esque. Oh. You don't think? I you think it's just very literal? Yes. Okay. mom had an
0: affair with the milkman. Oh, okay. Had the second child? Sure. All right, here's here's
1: a word from the chair of the judges, Ooh. Kwame Anthony Apaya. Uh, the language of Anna Burns' Milkman is simply marvelous, beginning with the distinctive and consistently realized voice of the funny, resilient, astute, plain-spoken first-person protagonist. From the opening page, her words pull us into the daily violence of her world, threats of murder, people killed by state hit squads, while responding to the everyday realities of her life as a young woman, negotiating away between the ma- demands of family, friends, and lovers in an unsettled time. The novel delineates brilliantly the power of gossip and social pressure in a tight-knit community and shows how both rumor and political loyalties can be put in the service of a relentless campaign of individual sexual harassment. Burns draws on the experience of Northern Ireland during the Troubles to portray a world that allows individuals to abuse the power granted by a community to those who resist the state on their behalf. Yet this is never a novel about just one place or time. The, local, the locale is in service to an exploration of the universal experience of societies in crisis. Well, that sounds very interesting, but it sounds like it'd be a real downer mm-hmm. as well. It sounds a little too like on point, given the yeah. climate of the world at the moment, which is probably why it was, it's getting so much attention now. Since this has been announced, sales have skyrocketed. They're, they're quickly, getting a, uh, quickly getting an audiobook version out, mm-hmm. which until this point there hasn't been one, so that's cool. Uh, we will have this in our collection. I really like the cover. It's very simple. It's, uh, what do you call that? It's a sky. I mean, it's a it's, well, a, it's a skyline. It's a pink, yeah, it's a pink skyline. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's really nice. It's very simple. We do we do like call it the sky. The sky. Yeah. because <laughs> well, like, I was thinking landscape, but that's not really right. Skyscape. Because the, yeah, that doesn't sound right either. That sounds mm. like a sci-fi game from the seventies. Mm. Um. Well, that's it. Skybox. That's yeah. <laughs> that could be fun. The trading <laughs> cards. Anyway, the Man Booker Prize. You can find out more at manbookerprize.com. Mm. Congratulations to the author Anna Burns. And I'm probably gonna read this. Nice. I'd like to check it out. Good. So when we get it, I will update you yeah. on the progress. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's how... So now, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Stephen King again. Yeah. Stephen King's got a lot of play on this podcast over yeah. the years. Uh, thanks mostly to Halloween. But... Uh, this is part of our page turners book club so if you're not familiar with our book clubs here we do have two page turners meets the first wednesday of every month Though this time we're meeting a little early so we can meet right on halloween we meet at three thirty the first wednesday of every month and we usually do mysteries and thrillers and that sort of thing that's what it, that's what the focus of is which on. this is neither gone I, I mean yeah you're right All you're right. right so in the past what are some of the other stephen kings we've done salem's lot mm-hmm. is that it i think we've done more but i can't remember now which ones have we done together? You and I, Doctor
0: Sleep, Pet Cemetery, mm. and The Shining. Shining. Yeah. So yeah. this is
1: the only one that we've done for the library, I guess. I guess. Huh. That's interesting. It, it feels like we've done more. Well, of course, I needful things just recently. Right. But the Dead Zone. Now, I was mostly familiar with this book through the like early two thousands series with Anthony Michael Hall yeah. on USA. Yeah. That's how I knew of it. Um, I didn't know until pretty recently, really, that there was even a a movie with Christopher Walken. Oh, which really? Is
0: strange. I've like, known that for quite... 1983. 1983.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a really strange casting, having read the book, don't you think? Uh, I don't know. I
0: don't know what Walken was like in 1983. Yeah, but, but I think... Probably it, not that different. I
1: think Anthony Michael Hall is a pretty good shot just because he's just kind of a... I mean, I don't want to say bland. Right. But he just is kind of a simple, like... I mean, his name is John Smith. I think he's supposed to be a very nondescript kind of guy. Yeah, take that is yeah descript yeah so you know that's kind of a weird that's kind of a weird thing but basically what you have is um without spoiling anything john smith is the protagonist uh he has an early childhood accident where he gets a bad head injury and then just sort of bounces back and is fine later in life um he has sort of a would you say like a precog kind of a power even even before the the second accident, he he has kind of a sense of things. Yeah, but it's never really developed. I don't think. Do you? No. There's a he 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 and his girlfriend are at a carnival and he's doing like a, a wheel of fortune sort of thing. Right. And keeps hitting over and over and over and over and over again uh, because he's sort of using this power and he doesn't really seem aware of it at that point.
0: Uh, he describes it as just always having a feeling right so it's not something that he like knows about yeah just i don't know yeah, yeah i didn't get the sense that he would define
1: it's, it as like i have a power yeah. it's just
0: sort of in the situation it's almost like when jerry seinfeld realizes he always comes up even yeah he's he's always even steven yeah so that's yeah, pretty much yeah Same kind that's of thing. it Same that's kind exactly of thing. it's just he he kind of yeah. has a nudge in the right direction yeah
1: well then there's a second incident yeah and he's in a coma not expected Wait till to the recover third incident. for a long time what is it five years Uh, A long time. uh, Yes, five years. So in that time, like, his family has pretty much lost everything, like paying for his medical bills and that sort of thing. Nom has ended. Yes. His girlfriend has moved on, is married with children, uh, and he wakes up and instantly that little, like, precog, whatever, sense that he had is a full Mm. force, like, what would you call it?
0: Telepathy? No, it's still precog. Is it? Well... I mean, I guess he can't control. No, sometimes it's like, this is a thing that has happened. Yeah. This is a thing that's going to happen. Yeah.
1: He'll grab someone and be like, one of the things that happens early on is he touches yeah. someone and is like, that ring you lost is in this yeah. place. But other times, He's it's like, you're like, going to be president. Yeah. Don't go anywhere tonight because yeah. like something's going to burn down or whatever. Yeah. Like in the book, Carrie. So yeah, which is directly
0: <laughs> mentioned yes. in this book, which I thought was Somebody yelled so it straight tappy. at him. So, it was really tacky. He's a so,
1: freak like in that book, like in that Carrie. book, Carrie. Yeah. Ooh. By
0: my favorite author, Stephen King. Yeah. I don't know. Have why. you read other books by Stephen King? Yeah. Can I suggest some to you? Here's a list.
1: Yeah. It was it was corny. It was definitely corny. Why here's Stephen King right now? So, you kind of the book is really in th- I don't know if it's specifically in three segments like if it's laid out that way, but it feels uh, that way. You yeah. have like a pre-accident. You have during the accident, I guess maybe four, because you have pre, you have during the accident while everybody else keeps going, and then Johnny's back dealing with the powers. Better and than And then ever. you have a final section, yeah. which to me was the, hands down, the worst part of the book.
0: Mm. Disagree? Uh, I mean, I didn't like any part. I guess you you're right, yeah. Okay. You didn't like any part of it? Not really. Okay. I guess like at the beginning when he starts being like, ah, oh, uh, all these things, yeah. your mom, yeah. the, the murderer, but... I think what I wanted from this book was that he uses his super psychic powers to uh
1: like prevent things from happening. Yeah, to yeah.
0: or even just to solve like murders. Yeah. And instead, it just becomes like a political yes. not even thriller. No, Just uh, maybe thriller just is to the really.
1: Right. I don't think so. I mean, right. I think it's a very slow march to a very obvious conclusion. But, I mean, the what was disappointing for me was that I actually was really into it, like Mm. up through him waking up um, because he wakes up. I mean, I guess we're going to have to give a little bit of this away to discuss 1983. Yeah. So So. he wakes up and the word spreads pretty quickly that he has this power, which I also think was kind of.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like that. Everybody on Earth knew his name and was coming to him. I'm like,
1: I mean, it's just the kind of thing like you hear in a tabloid and you're like, whatever. You know, I just don't
0: i guess I i'm a simple man with simple taste yeah. i the only person i want him to know is his dad yeah his ex-girlfriend who's now married to somebody else right and the police chief and his doctor i think the doctor yeah the doctor he's a doctor who like basically yeah. believes him right away yeah. and is a very helpful but character. i want the police chief to always be doubting it but yeah. still always have to rely yeah, on well that right. is the classic yeah. that's the classic so. thing that happens You know I wouldn't be coming to you if I had any other choice. Exactly. What do you got? Exactly. Oh, you don't
1: know? You know, I was interested. (laughs) Like like I said, I was interested before. Like I thought the setup was interesting. I thought we were going to a good spot. Yeah. And then after he wakes up and sort of gets established, we have this serial killer plot. Yeah. That's been happening. For all of 10 pages. Exactly. (laughs) So you think like, okay, now we're going to settle into this next segment where he's going to be like trying to track down this serial killer. And instead he just like touches one thing and he's like, oh, it's this guy. Yeah. The end. Yeah. So it really seemed like that was going to take us in a a direction that I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. But that last section where basically there's a, there's an up and coming political candidate and he, if he becomes
0: president, he's going to start like a nuclear war. Yeah.
1: So then the question is like, what's he going to do? Yeah. But one of the, one of the things that I thought took away a lot of the tension in it was that there was never any ambiguity about his, Vision.
0: Visions. It was just gonna happen. Yes. It yeah. wasn't
1: it wasn't like you know, he has a vision, the events unfold, and then you sort of be like, Oh, that's what he meant. You know right. what I mean? It's not like it's not like you have to sort of interpret the things that he's seeing or saying. It's a very literal like this building will burn down right. at seven o'clock on this day. So yeah. like with everything a foregone conclusion, it's just yeah. sort of like Does anybody have any well, choices? I mean, he really has to yeah. he has to go through with his plan. There's yeah. no He has
0: to. I'm not saying I'm a better writer than Stephen King and that I could have fixed this book, but it does seem like you just be like, he sees pieces and snippets and then has to put it together. Yeah. The burning. Children. Where are children going to be? Yeah. And then he figures out.
1: Or if there was ever any kind of levels, you know yeah. what I mean? If it's like a really simple thing, he can just sort of be like, boom, there it is. Yeah. And the other one, he needs like more. Can he, he say, more, whoop, yeah, there he, it is. Yes. But if it was like with a bigger situation, he needed more pieces. Right. You know, he needed to like touch this thing and experience that and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I also, I don't really know, like you, you finish a book and like, I guess usually maybe just because of the book clubs, I tend to sort of think like, so what is the takeaway, you know? Uh-huh. What's What was it? Like, was it a mystery? Was it about, like, Johnny's journey? Was it about politics? I don't know.
0: Uh, Do you know? It was about Stephen King does not trust organized religion. That's true. At all. But, but all that, his books are about that. But that
1: wasn't even... the Johnny's mother well, is, a, yeah. is, like, a crazy... She's
0: crazy, but somehow she becomes, like, the voice of reason in his mind. Yeah. And so it's, it's basically with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And that's that's johnny's like takeaway he's got all this power so he has to make a sacrifice were,
1: were this a needful things were they contemporaries did they come around at the same time do you know, know. The book quest okay no, I because it sort of felt like with needful things i didn't really get into that book because you sort of like the premise is there's an antique store it's basically run by the devil and if you buy something from there you're kind of roped into doing, doing something that you don't want to do yeah. you know and right there, you know the whole book. So you don't even have yeah. to read it anymore because that's it. The devil tricks people. Into, not even tricks people. He just tr- trades people and then they have to do something. Mm-hmm. So like once you know that premise, there's no place to go. And it's yeah. kind of like with this, too. Johnny can see the future and sometimes the past, yeah. which is actually a really good tagline. <laughs> but it didn't work for
0: the book. I, I don't think. Yeah, I, No, I don't think it was strong at all. All right. Let's I talk think about it was... the other... Oh.
1: I mean... The the movie I think follows the book pretty closely, is my understanding. But Uh, I've never like I didn't know it was a thing and now I'm really not that interested to watch
0: it. Okay. The show
1: I thought actually handled things a little better. Like the relationship between him and Sarah was a little different. Man,
0: I could not care less about his relationship with Sarah pre or post accident.
1: I think that I think that there's a world in which that would have been an interesting relationship if
0: I I found Sarah to be Kind of blah yeah. as a character. So even like at the very beginning when they're together, I'm like, I guess I can see why they're together. But yeah. then when it wasn't, I'm like, she she seemed to to be have all these like feelings saved for him. Yeah. That just seemed to come out and like I was like, I read your relationship yeah. before you went into the coma. Right. You did not have these. Su- you have made these feelings. Yeah. Up. I agree. I so. Agree.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying about the TV show. It's like yeah. it gives them a deeper relationship. They have a yeah. child in the uh, yeah. TV show. And he does use his powers like episodically to yeah. like solve little crimes and mysteries and things. And then it then it's interesting. But here, oh boy, it's just not. It's just not. Right. Um I I don't know. This I'm frustrated because because I liked the start so much. I thought there was a time when I thought this might this might be like the, the best Stephen King book I've read. Right. Wow. And then it just hmm. I don't know it just totally derailed and i really truly hated the last the political segment yeah. i just thought maybe i'm just sick of politics but i just thought that whole yeah. storyline was just like it was just so one note and so obvious and such a foregone conclusion that i just felt like why does this book have another 100 pages left in it you know right. i'm not interested i don't i don't want to know so anyway i would say thumbs down Sorry, I, I think i liked it better than you because i really was into the early part but by the end probably it really, yeah I it was really fell apart. the whole
0: thing became of a, a, a slog for this yeah, guy. I agree, I agree, so that's it, yeah, okay. I don't have anything I don't have anything to add other yeah. than I used to watch the show as a teenager, and i like I watched the whole like first season basically, and I liked it, so that's why I was coming to this one. I'm like, yeah, okay, uh, I'll check it out, but no, I was disappointed, okay. So.
1: Well, I can tell you that uh, it's been a little while since I read, I mean, last, last year we read Gwendy's Button Box by Stephen King and somebody else, Stephen Baxter, I think. I thought that was pretty strong. Uh, my favorite, though, is still probably Finder's Keepers, which is a pretty recent one. Uh, it's the middle yeah. in the Bill Hodges trilogy. Finder's sure. Keepers, um, Bag of Bones, 112263, The Shining. I mean, those, those are the tip top for me. Uh, I am I am a pretty big Stephen King fan, as we discovered walking back from
0: Needful Things when we were trying to name the, all the Stephen Kings oh, yeah. that we read. Yeah, like it was <laughs> it was just silly because I was like, I think I've read like eight of his books, and you're like, oh, I read, oh, I've read a lot, and it's just yeah. like, well, yes, everybody could have told you that. Yeah, I don't know, I guess anybody could have told you like, that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It you just were you were like... shocked to see that you were in the high teens or yeah. whatnot. Yeah, something so. like that. <laughs> well. I don't know. It was strange to me to see how surprised you were. Well, it was higher so, than
1: I thought because I think it's like I've read like yeah. 18 Stephen King books or something, yeah. which is a whole lot. Well, I was
0: kind of... Because we were talking... What were we talking? Were we talking about The Dead Zone? No, or so, so. You asked me what Stephen King books I liked. Oh, yeah. Because
1: I, in the book club, you said that... Salem's said, Lot's the was, only ones yeah. I
0: liked. But then I, real, I started thinking of the ones I've read. I was like, oh, I did like that one. And that one was good. And then I was like, crap, I've read like eight of these now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I guess the only ones I've hated have been the shining and uh the gunslinger mm. oh and I the dead Zone. you hated the shining it was just very very long that's true
1: that's true i don't know the no. dead zone is my 20th stephen king book
0: congratulations i'm just you I did just it counted it
1: right you now did 20 that's what it is uh and i really hated end of watch uh-huh. and i didn't like hearts in atlantis either no and i stopped reading under the dome because i thought it was real bad
0: yeah but and it was 800 pages Who knows? yeah, yeah.
1: But so is eleven twenty two sixty three, and I couldn't put that one down.
0: Yeah, but you like presidential stuff. I do,
1: and time travel. I mean, it all it checks yeah, a lot of boxes. Yeah, let's be honest. It
0: was almost a uh, a, a a thievery of your time fox. Yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> so, You're right.
1: Oh, time fox.
0: Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Anyway, we both read The Dead Zone. We recommend maybe not reading The Dead Zone. Go find the first season of yeah, the TV Anthony show. Michael Halls and watch that.
1: I'll tell you what we do recommend, though. Coming Ooh. and talking to us about yeah. The Dead Zone on Halloween. So October 31st yeah. at 3.30, we're going to have snacks. We're going to sit mm. down. We're going to just go through The Dead Zone. Yeah. Rehash all the things we just yeah. had. But we're going to have people there who liked it. And I'm really interested to hear like yeah. what they were able to pull out of yeah. it. So that should be interesting. That's coming up on the thirty-first, and the other book club patron picks is currently reading the "Oh Her Royal Spinus by Reese Bowen. This is a, a murder mystery. I think probably a little bit of a cozy murder mystery. Yeah, uh, but it's a long-running series and it's pretty popular. A- uh, won the Agatha Award and the Anthony Award, so you know, mm-hmm. pretty pretty well received. That's going to be mid-November. I don't remember the date right now. It's always the third Tuesday in November. So I hope you'll join us for those. And I guess that segues right into library news. Whoa, what just happened? We've got some <laughs> uh, concerts coming up Ooh. on, let's see, Friday the 26th at 7 o'clock and Sunday the 28th at 3 o'clock, Jeez. we have the Genesee Valley Chorus, who's mm-hmm. coming to do their concert. Same concert, both nights. So if one works better for you, uh, come to either or. And then on the 30th, we have Hungry Town. This is a new folk band coming to us, not Halloween themed, just right. to preempt your I Are they going to sing Hungry
0: Heart? Maybe. By uh, Bruce Springsteen? Maybe. Everybody's got a heart. No, I might be saying that wrong. I think. Go so. on.
1: Uh, that's it. Oh. Those, those are the big things. What about you? Tell us a little bit about the Halloween party.
0: Yeah. All right. Hungry heart. That's no. On the 27th, I, we're having okay, a kid's yes. Halloween party. Well, actually, the 26th, we're also showing in the morning. That's right. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. Though Three... I don't have a- three yes yep. i don't have the time in front of me is that 10 a more... 10 thank you yep. so 10 o'clock on friday so the 26th we're showing hotel transylvania yep. 3 but on the 27th that's a saturday we have a whole bunch of halloween stuff happening yes we do so if you come to the library at twelve thirty p.m you can see hawk creek's wildlife center they're bringing three owls for their harry potter owls presentation they bring uh three owls it's 30 minute program uh they talk about the owls you get to see them up close uh with the Harry Potter theme. And then after that, we have our kids' Halloween party. And that goes for about an hour or so. And after the Halloween party, we're showing Scooby-Doo and the Gourmet Ghosts starring... Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay. And Scooby-Doo. And Scooby. Scooby's yeah. there as well. Yeah. Scooby is so, there as well. You can bet that Bobby Flay is going to make prime a scooby snack probably
1: hey are you doing uh like a teen night on the actual halloween night or did you decide to
0: in town there's actually a halloween block party going on in wellsville pearl street i don't have all the information but it's easy to find online it's not part of the library but it's close to the library so that's happening on halloween night so that's what i've got um but i mean this week is still uh teen night what are we watching we're watching black clover uh, as part of Crunchyroll. What is that? It's an anime. Okay. Uh we have the manga here. Exactly. Black Clover. Yeah. Manga still going like gangbusters. Yeah, people like the manga. We That's got a good. bunch of new series that are uh up there. Two Two Year Eternity, The Promised Neverland, Astro Lost in Space, some good stuff. Hmm. I'm gonna I've been meaning to and I'm finally gonna do it. I'm gonna pick up uh the Gundam Thunderbolt because it looks cool. I don't wanna read it. So I'll be back with some of that sometime. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Anything else? I uh, know. I think
1: that's gonna do it. Okay. Do we have? Do we know what we're talking about next week, or is it a surprise? Is Jeez. it a mystery? What is next
0: week? Next a week is mystery. the last one by before Halloween. Uh, okay. We've been talking Halloween like five weeks we now. We sure have. So we sure have. Maybe we'll just sit in the microphone in silence, and then yeah. after five minutes, we'll scream. Yeah. And that's give a everybody idea. a scare. That's a good idea. That'll we'll practice fun. our ghost sounds. for yeah. Forty-five minutes. Yeah. We'll just do a uh, an old-time uh, radio show yeah. with watermelons. Yeah. Walk,
1: and, walk, walk, yeah. walk. Yeah. creek. Yep.
0: Hi, Nick. That sounds great. Did you hear that ghost? Anyway, (laughs) sorry. No, it sounds perfect. It sounds
1: perfect. Hopefully by then you'll be more in the Halloween spirit. Yeah. I hate to see it like this. You look terrible.
0: What? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, 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 oh. The lack of like Halloween uh, spirit in me is not causing any physical defects. It's not. No.
1: Okay. I'm healthier than I've ever been. I was just going to say that. I was going to say it. Yeah, you're looking good. You're looking real good. So anyway, on that note, uh, we wish you a spooky good evening.
0: Is that what? (laughs) That's the. That's the. No, that's not the (laughs) end. Good night, everybody. You've been great.